You're listening to the Bug Bucks Podcast, hosted by Alan Draper and Eric Bassett. Each week, they'll discuss ways to scale and grow your pest control company with a goal of helping you become a bug money millionaire. You know, I think patience, Eric, is I, I believe in certain financial principles and business principles that exist in the world that we live in without confines. I believe in those principles, like I believe in the law of gravity, right? We all know if I climb to the roof, drop over the pen over the roof, it drops, or, you know, I drop it. We know exactly what's going to happen to the pen. There are certain business and financial principles that work exactly the same way. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bug Bucks podcast, a podcast designed to help you become a bug money millionaire. I'm Alan Draper. And I'm Eric Bassett. And we're your hosts. Today's episode is brought to you by Bug Bucks Plus, the number one course designed to help you start and grow your pest control company. Eric and I are dedicated to providing you with the best resources to help you on your journey to success. Before we begin, I just wanted to remind everybody listening, the best way to receive new episodes is by subscribing to our show on your preferred platform, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you love the show, please leave us a rating and review. And and one last reminder, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, go to Bug Bucks, that's B-U-G-B-U-X on Facebook. We'd love to hear from our listeners. With that being said, what do you have for us, Eric? All right, so we got an awesome topic today. We are going to be covering... The most important things you have to be patient with as a PCO. So, Alan, you want to take this? See what you got? Yeah. So, and and I kind of came up with this topic because what I'm seeing, especially this time of year, and what we're seeing at, at Lizard, which I totally understand because I've been in the in this position as a PCO, is where we hire somebody, a vendor, like a marketing agency. And we think that overnight uh, magic is going to happen. And I've had quite a few of these conversations with PCOs. And I myself have felt this way where it's like, hey, it's a light switch. You know, we're going to flip the switch and everything's going to be perfect. There's not going to be any work on you, you know, on our end, whatever. And, and I've been thinking about this over the last day or two and I realized, Eric, that it's not limited to just marketing agencies specifically. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, man, there's it's pretty much everything with pest control and maybe with a lot of businesses, a lot of industries mm-hmm. where you have to, you know, put hard work plus patience. It's not just hard work. I grew up in a farming community, a really small town on the Oregon Idaho border. And farmers are very patient, right? They plant seeds. And even before they're planting seeds, they're working the ground with this idea that eventually there's going to be a harvest in the fall. And a PCO needs to have that approach with a lot of things. So I'll kick off this conversation with kind of where my brain was at when I thought of this topic. And that is with marketing and with vendors generally, but especially with marketing, where you have to know that when you start a campaign there, I mean, with Google, for example, there is, there's a process dubbed the learning process 
where Google, you know, puts your a new Google AdWords account into this kind of this limbo for five business days or so while it's learning, hey, what's the geo? What are the keywords? What type of business is this? All these things about a new AdWords account. So right from the beginning, it's not this light switch effect. That being said, obviously with pay-per-click and other lead gen sources, you're going to get a quicker ROI than you will with organic or with a billboard, for example, or wraps on your trucks. It's going to come faster. It's just not going to come immediately. So I think that's kind of where we kick it off with marketing companies, but then kind of going into vendors generally. It's so important from my perspective that we take care of our vendors. And a lot of times we look at it as a one-way street. And I always used to say this. I always, I always used to say, the the duty, if you see which way the money flows, the duty flows the other way, right? So if I'm paying somebody, then the duty flows from them to me. And it's just not the case, especially with vendors. And I really benefited from this during COVID, Eric, because with we had some equipment vendors, we had vehicle vendor that we had relationships with where we were able to get some things when others weren't. And not only that, we were told about the shortage before it was publicly known in some cases. So I think that you need to have patience with your marketing company. I'm a little biased saying that, obviously being the owner of Lizard, <laughs> but also with vendors generally. Yeah, I agree 100%. And we've done shows in the past where we talk about the relationships with vendors and how important that is. And it's it's really huge. You know, and patience in any kind of relationship is going to be a big thing. And going back to what you were saying when you kind of started off the the topic, you know, I so I love the whole idea of like the gardening aspect, like farming and gardening and like mm -hmm. cultivating and like planting seeds. I feel like that whole analogy is just awesome when it comes to business because there's a lot of hard work that you have to do before you ever see the quote unquote fruits of your labors, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to write a book one day on just gardening and have it be a business book. Are you, you know? a gardener? I so I'm big on lawns. I love I love my grass. And I spend a lot of time just me personally and I could pay someone to do all the fertilization and everything else. I pay a guy to cut it. But I actually really appreciate doing the fertilizer and like different times of the year and like, you know, checking it out. Like I'm totally one of those dudes like a like a a lawn dad, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, like when I, I see someone's that. lawn, like a really nice lawn in a neighborhood, I want to like stop by their house and knock on their door and be like, "Hey dude, tell me about your grass. Like what are you doing?" Yeah. But you know, there's there's analogy that I read in I think it was Atomic Habits when it comes to like patience and mm -hmm. and looking for the result and understanding that there's there's work that needs to be done. And it was this idea that, you know, if you put an ice cube on a table in a room, that is 25 degrees, right? That ice cube is going to do nothing. It's just a frozen ice cube, right? And then as the temperature increases from like, say, 25 to 31 degrees, that ice cube still does nothing. Nothing happens to it because it's still below freezing. But the needle is moving, right? And it's going from 25 degrees up to 31. And then as soon as it hits 32 and maybe 32 and a half and 32, like 33 degrees, then you see the ice cube start to melt, right? Mm. And the problem is, is that if all you can see is just the ice cube, you're going to get kind of frustrated because you're going to think, man, is anything actually happening here? 
-hmm. know, like when you start a marketing campaign, when you start a new relationship with a vendor and you want instant results, you might get frustrated if all you're looking at is a result, right? But if you're paying attention to all the work that's actually being done leading up to the result, like the temperature that's actually increasing leading up to, you know, 33 degrees, then you have a much more, you know, educated idea of what's actually happening and you can appreciate it a little bit more, right? Just like the whole farming analogy where you plant the seed and you know that it's going to take time to blossom, to bloom, to provide. So I love that whole idea. I think it's awesome. And specifically with Mark. So as a PCO, you just have to consider that there's going to be efforts that are made that go unnoticed behind the scenes. And that's just like the temperature rising in the room from 25 to 31 degrees. And then those efforts are going to go unnoticed until you actually start seeing the results. So don't freak out, you know, be patient, know that those efforts are still being made. And if you have a chance to kind of go in and check on the, some of those efforts, then do it because it'll help you have a little bit more peace of mind. I know that obviously you, you kind of touched on on vendors and obviously marketing is going to be a big, big part of that. One of the things that I've always thought required a lot of patience for me that I just see so often is being patient with your employees and being patient with like your upper level managers, especially as some of the PCOs are listening, you might be in a place where you're starting to delegate some tasks that you usually handle to managers and other key employees. And that's that's tough because you're going to have a lot of experiences where they make a mistake or something goes wrong or you know something doesn't exactly go to the level of what you want it to be. And your knee-jerk reaction is to kind of get upset and be like, oh man, I, I could do that better. Like if I hadn't given him that thing, like it would have worked out better. It takes time. You know, duplicating yourself in your business and getting other people to operate on the same level that you operate at, it takes a long time sometimes. And you just have to remember that mistakes by these upper level managers or even just other employees in general, not only are they kind of unavoidable, but in a lot of situations, they're kind of necessary because people need these mistakes to be able to learn. And they also need you to be patient with them so that they can learn in an environment that is actually fulfilling. You know, they don't feel afraid to make mistakes because if they feel afraid to make mistakes, they're never going to take any chances. If they don't take any chances, your company's not going to grow. So I was just going to kind of list off my next thing, which is just being patient with your people. Yeah, 100%. I say sometimes that some of the most important things that I've done or said in my business has been things that I actually decided to not do or say. And what mm. I mean by that is as leaders, as human beings, actually, it's natural. It's very commonplace for us to see something, say something, right? That's kind of this, this philosophy. The problem with that mentality is it's usually the negative things that we see something, say something, you know, and really good leaders will identify and praise people for things that they're doing correctly, but it's more common. And that's the, that's just our, that's our caveman brain coming into play, right? We're survivalists first. And so that's a defense mechanism where it's like, oh, you know, um, this person, you know, misspelled a word. Oh, I got to tell on their Facebook post. Does it really matter? We knew what they were saying. <laughs> But did did you say anything about how much the Facebook post meant or, you, you know, and so 
some of the most important things I've done or said or things that I didn't do or say. And this is especially true, Eric, with, with our people. And one time I had a one of my managers, there was a situation where there was some time off involved. And I thought the time off involved was excessive. And I said something, this is years ago. This is five, six years ago. And it obviously still affects me. I'm still thinking about it. And I don't want to go into details about the specifics ar- ar- around what happened. Luckily, despite my best efforts, you know, the individual is still here, still with proof, but I learned something from it. I think you're patient with people to the extent that you give them the benefit of the doubt where mm-hmm. it's, I could be wrong. And here's why you do this. It's not for some, you know, I think there are altruistic reasons for doing so. I think, you know, a, a really big part of what we're doing as pest control owners is adding value, helping people live better lives for sure. But if you call somebody out, you're impatient with somebody when something else is going on behind behind the scenes or they make a mistake and you really let them have it or you know, they need something and you don't provide it, or you make them feel guilty for taking time off like I was doing or whatever. If you do that to a good person, it's almost impossible to come back from it. And it's just not worth, it's not worth the risk. And it took kind of this mistake of mine to to learn that principle, which is kind of interesting given what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Because you just said, you know, when people make mistakes, like, you know, you know, be kind to them, allow them this space where they can be proactive, they can make mistakes, because that's exactly what we're doing as owners is we're learning. Look, I I know a lot of times we'll put this front on. I know I do that. We have it all figured out that we have everything under control. And a lot of times that's exactly what people need that are being led. They don't want to hear about all of our concerns, all of our fears, all of our complaints, all of our excuses, all of that stuff. They, they're looking for somebody that's stable, that they can trust, that they feel confident in. But we're just figuring these things out too. So let's be patient with, with our people. And kind of along those same lines, Eric, I just thought of this. I wasn't going to mention it, but it just it kind of hit me. Let's be patient with ourselves too. When we're talking about being patient with people as owners, and then we're going to talk about partners in, in a little bit, but as owners, as individuals, and I really struggle with this. I struggle with allowing myself to have a bad day where I don't feel like I accomplished a lot or I made too many mistakes or whatever. Be patient with yourself. You know, we notice it in other people. Like I have two boys in Little League right now, and they're really hard on themselves. And I tell them, be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself. It's one of the three things that I ask them after each game. I ask them, number one, if they had fun. Number two, did they try hard? And now number three, I just added it, if they were kind to themselves when they made mistakes. As owners, don't dwell on stuff. Don't dwell on mistakes that you make. Learn from them. Be kind to yourself and move on. Dude, that's so important. You know what I mean? And you're you're always your biggest critic, right? Um, You're always going to be probably harder on yourself than you are on other people, usually. And I think as entrepreneurs, which is something that is a common thing where you know, we wholeheartedly believe that we are only limited by 
our minds, you know, like what our belief system is, right? And so we take like really big ownership over everything we do. You know, that's all of our wins, that's all of our mistakes, and that's everything in between. And so I think sometimes when we make mistakes, because we have this big extreme ownership mentality, we're really hard on ourselves. You know, it's like, oh man, I could have done better. I should have done better. You know, could have, would have, should have. Like these are big excuses, like, ah, you know, and you kind of just get in your head about it. And, you know, it's just so funny how you can like turn around and be nice to someone else and be forgiving and be patient. And then with yourself, you're like, it's like all hardball, all business, you know? And we need that, you know, like, and especially kind of a, you know, a psycho cybernetic self image kind of thing mm -hmm. here. Like your mind, you need to be able to see that from yourself, right? You need to be able to cultivate that environment, that that safe environment to make mistakes for you. Because sometimes it's lonely at the top and no one's ever going to cultivate that that for you except exactly. yourself, right? Exactly. So I know you had some notes about partners. I just wanted to kind of throw that in there. Yeah, that's no, that's a, that's a good point. And I think a lot of those principles apply to our partners also. The interesting thing about partnerships is that one of the most common concerns and issues between partners is that one partner feels like they're pulling more of the weight than the other. That is, and I think I may say every partnership, at least one of the partners at some point, maybe not every, but 90 plus percent has had that sentiment where mm -hmm. one of them is saying, hey, I'm pulling more of the weight than the other and you know you and in some cases it's true right mm -hmm. but just so you know if you have a partner and you've had this feeling it is not unique to you <laughs> and there are things that you can do to work around that but with showing patience with partners eric i think the best way to do that is with really good calm and structured communication where it's like hey Let's, hey, for 30, and I need to do better at this. Most of my communication with my partners is impromptu phone calls. And a lot of times it's problem solving. Partnerships like a lot like a marriage. If all you talk about is problems, you know, you don't enjoy the wins. You, you're not, you know, you're not paying each other compliments. It's tough. So the way to be patient is put yourself in their shoes and just have really good communication with them and let them know if there's, you know, in a calm way. I, I've heard of partners that just kind of blow up on each other, which that is not productive at all. But, you know, with for me and my partners, what really puts me in my place is when I think about where I would be without them. Mm -hmm. And my very first business I started with my brother, right? It's like, okay, who had all of this door-to-door -door experience who like, you know, sent proof, you know, into orbit from year one, just crazy numbers. And it's just, so that's really humbling for me, but you have to be able to recognize that. But partnerships are difficult. And I think it's one of the groups that you need to be patient with the most. And you have to apply this, this mentality of, hey, it wasn't a great day. 
but I'm going to try again tomorrow. And I talk about this a lot, Eric. I talk about when I'm forming a new business and I'm looking for a partner, I don't look at skill set or what they can contribute, number one. That's two, three, probably. Number one thing I look for in a partner is I want to answer this question. Is this individual going to you know, wake up the, the day after a really tough day and say something to the effect of, hey, it's a new day, let's try again and do it over and over and over. Because if you have that mentality in business, eventually you'll succeed. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, any kind of partnership, you want a really high level of commitment, you know? Just like you said, where where when things go bad and things are tough, and I promise uh, business is difficult, right? Every single year we have we have issues where you're just like, wow, like I did not see that coming. And in a partnership, you want to be able to have somebody, you know, next to you who just like you said, they wake up the next morning and they go, you know what? Yesterday was tough. Today's gonna be better. And mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my part to make that happen, right? You know, I think a, a big thing about being patient with partners, one, you know, there's a little bit of legwork in the beginning where you figure out all the details. We've talked about operating agreements and and healthy partnerships and contribution levels and other things before in other episodes. But you just have to realize that a partnership is a very, very long-term thing. You want it to be a long-term thing, right? And those partners are going to have their own individual ups and downs where business is going to affect them differently than it affects you. And it's not always going to be 50-50, right? And for the married guys that are probably listening out there, you already know that there's 50-50 in a marriage is not a thing, right? It's just like 50-50 in a business partnership usually isn't a thing either. Yeah, you know, There's yeah. going to be days where you're giving your 100% or you're giving 90% and they're giving 10 because that's all they have to give that day, right? And then in a couple of days later, you're going to give 20%. They're going to give 80%. And you know, eventually it all kind of balances out as your business kind of grows. You just have to realize that you are two completely different individuals and business is going to affect you differently at different times and in different ways. And if you have families, that's going to be different. So, you know, just like you said, I I couldn't have said it better, like good, organized, calm communication, you know, Mm -hmm. like keep that line of communication open and, and make it a normal, typical thing that you have conversations about difficult stuff with your partners. Because as soon as you get to the point where you're like, man, I can't talk about that with him. Like, we can't have that conversation. I can't bring that up. Once that starts happening, it's the beginning of the end. Exactly. I don't don't know how else to say it. So that's a huge one, man. Yeah, 100%. So we've talked about patience and how to be, you know, I think patience, Eric, is I, I believe in certain financial principles and business principles that exist in the world that we live in without confines. I believe in those principles, like I believe in the law of gravity, right? We all know if I climb to the roof, drop over the pen over the roof, it drops, or, you know, I drop it, we know exactly what's going to happen to the pen. There are certain business and financial principles that work exactly the same way. That's why, you know, people that are wealthy could repeat it if they had it all taken away from them. And people that are good at business, they could repeat it time and time again. And I think patience is one of those principles. I think in order, and I've seen it in my life where, and it's tied interconnectedly with this idea of sacrifice. Any Mm -hmm. area of your life, if you want to be successful, you want to be a high achiever, 
you have to be able to sacrifice and patience goes along with that. And so we've talked about how we need to be patient with our vendors and we need to look at that as a two-way, not a one-way relationship. We need to be patient with our employees, our personnel. We need to be patient with ourselves. We need to be patient with our partners. And I think that's a great way to get to the next level with our companies. I also think ultimately, Eric, when we're patient, we're, we're happier too. Because what we're doing is we're we're seeing the end from the beginning a little bit, right? One of yep. Stephen Covey's habits of highly uh, successful people. We're seeing that hey, this this will end. You know, this was a mistake. Like I'm going to show patience. I'm going to show. And you build what you do with patience is you build really loyal people around you, which we all need. So, if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out Bug Bucks Plus. We're unveiling some really cool courses. We're built, we're continuing to build partnerships and bring on new courses, new topics. Make sure to check that out. The full unveiling of that course will be coming soon. So, so stay tuned and don't forget, like we announced at the beginning, don't forget to join our Facebook group, Bug Bucks, B-U-G, B-U-X, and let us know how we're doing. And if there's anything else you'd like us to cover and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the bug bucks podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please show your support by subscribing and leaving us a five-star rating. Thank you. And we'll catch you on next week's episode.